Welcome to the Valley Church. Our mission is to see changed lives, and we hope this relevant teaching inspires you to take the next step in your journey. Thanks for checking out the podcast and enjoy the message. Well, hey there, Valley Church. I am Jessica Zawalik, and I am one of the pastors here. And in this bonus episode, we're going to hear a personal story about new beginnings and the power of God's second chances. Joining me today is our special guest and my friend, Tess Block. Hello there, Tess. Well, hi, Jess. Well, welcome to the podcast. We're so glad to have you on here. Well, I'm so glad to be here. Well, for those of you who may not know who you are, um, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I've lived here in Troy since about 1970. I uh, went to school here and raised two children here. Um, I love Troy. I have a beautiful granddaughter that'll be 10 in January. Um, I go to church at the Valley, and I just love it here. I have made friendships here, like with you, that, that I truly cherish. Um, not only do I come here for fellowship with the believers and, and other believers, but the pastor, pastoral people here are just wonderful. I always walk away with a message from them. Yeah, that's awesome. I will tell you that um, it was about 10 years ago that I met you, Tess. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you remember that, but yeah. we were at a, uh, a group at Hainer, um, uh, like a, a Bible study, and you walked in and you started, you began to share. And I said to myself, I like her. She is real. She's authentic. And well, thank um, you. yeah, yeah. And, it, it, and I love that we've now connected again, you know, through you attending the Valley and me being there as well. So it's pretty cool. So um, how did you get connected with the Valley? I got connected here when you guys were at the rack. You start had started at the rack. Um, and I had been looking for a church for about a year. Mm-hmm. And um, a sermon, uh, I seen a sermon on TV, and the guy was talking about how you can't grow unless you're planted. And I just took that as a message from God that I should plant myself here at the Valley. And so I've been here ever since. Well, so our current series is about new beginnings, and you and I have been friends for a while, and I know part of your story, and so I know you you experienced a pretty dramatic new beginning. Before we get into what that looked like for you, why don't you share with our listeners about why you wanted a new beginning? Well, I started drinking alcohol at age 14. I progressed to harder drugs after that, uh, cocaine, tranquilizers, PCP. I was about 17 at the time when I started, and this went on till in my 30s, maybe. Then I got clean and sober uh, for seven years. And so I started to go to college for registered nursing. And uh, the deeper I became involved with my studies, the less and less time I had to go to AA meetings. I had gotten complacent, and then shortly thereafter, I had relapsed, um, I uh, I quit school and started abusing crack cocaine. This went on for about five years. I did manage to give up the crack, but I continued to abuse alcohol. I would binge and drink for days without sleep. I didn't know it at the time, but the missing ingredient to my recovery was Jesus. Towards the end of my drinking, I became very suicidal. I didn't know if I wanted to die or I just wanted the pain to stop. Uh, I become spiritually and mentally and physically bankrupt. I could sum it all up with probably these words, it's life without hope. I cried out to God in my desperation, and he heard my cries. He showed me a new way, and his name was Jesus. 
Jesus showed me a way out. He showed me a different way to live. He told me to give him the guilt and believe in forgiveness. And there is redemption. I've been sober now for 16 years, and I owe it all to him. He reached out down in that pit I was in and set me on the rock of salvation. So he, he did for me what I couldn't do for myself. He offered me a new beginning, and, it, and I've never really ever been the same. Yeah, that's good. That's so good. He's so faithful. He is. So how did you hear about the new beginning Jesus offers? Like, did you attend a church? Did you have a family member that invited you to church? Did you just, did you just know? Um, it was, it started with my mother. I was trying to get her into it. She had just moved back from, uh, Michigan and I was trying to get her, uh, set up in a church because around this area, cause she loves the Lord. And, um, so I went to church with her and as I was listening to the sermons, um, I just got, it was like sitting in an AA meeting. I mean, the principles and everything was the same. And I was trying to pull myself a little bit away from, from uh, AA at the time. And, and so this filled for me what I needed. And I did, the more I, the more I came, the more I wanted to stay. And the more I got uh, hungry for Jesus, I jumped into a woman's Bible study in a big way. I want to learn as much as I could about Jesus. Uh, I was on fire for the word of Christ. Uh, I began to feel like a child of God redeemed and forgiven. Uh, I started over, it was like a start over with a new slate, you know, and, and he had washed me clean, you know, like the Bible tells us. The loneliness that I was feeling at the time had lifted and the love of Christ filled that hole for me. I cherish, I cherish the Lord. I just love him. And I just, the more hungrier I got, the more, it was like a sponge, you know, I just wanted to, to just get as much as I could because the more I got, the more I felt better, you know, and, uh, it just took the place of the drugs that, that I was using was so dark and everything was so dark and, and now I had just felt like I was in light. Yeah. So you began to cultivate your relationship with Jesus. You were intentional. You were you you chose it. Um, yeah. And how has that now affected your life? Well, I mean, like going to church, I've started to develop healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, not only with um, you know with other believers, but I have made very very good relationships, healthy relationships in church and. And I just, I cherish those friendships that I have. I, you know, like, I feel like I've become part of God's family and my life has become full of hope. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. So talk to the person um, who has a family member, a loved one, a coworker, a neighbor, a child, who maybe has a little, has your background and they are out in the world and they're maybe abusing alcohol or maybe they have a, a, a drug addiction and they're f- completely removed from God. What kind of hope do you offer for them? What would you say to them if they were sitting across from you right now? What would you say to them, to, to the person who has a loved one who is, who is lost right now? I would tell them that, that, you know, how much Christ loves them, you know, how much, um, that, that he desires a relationship with us. And that is what has made the difference for me. Um, I had grown up in the church and, and started going to church when I was like 9 or 10. Um, I was baptized at 10. 
uh, my family grew away from the church, so I was young at the time, so it kind of, you know, it pulled me away. But I always felt like the love of Christ, you know, in those early years. And now, you know, that love of Christ is back, and it just fills you, it fills you, you know. We try so oftentimes to fill our lives with different things, you know, that hold us within us. You know, we try to fill with drugs, alcohol, men, food, gambling, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's a temporary fix. A permanent fix is Jesus. You know, he never leaves you. He won't forsake you. You know, everything else in this world can forsake you, mm-hmm. but he never will. He's so faithful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What about um, the the, uh, the the people that you chose uh, you chose on purpose to surround yourself with? What was your community like as you were coming out of that and you were um, coming out of addiction and you started to go to church? Um, how important was who you surrounded yourself with in your um, recovery? How how important was that? It's so important to be around like-minded people, you know. And I always I always tried to put myself around people that knew more than I did, you know, that I could learn from, and um, they can mentor me and and help me to guide me into the right directions and in in a way of that Christ would want me to to. And they, they kind of helped me become that new creation that God talks, talks about, you know, and how um, uh, the, the old is gone and the new's come. And, and it's a constant reminder of you're on the right track, you know, and to be surrounded with people that love you is just amazing. That's good. So one of the things that we offer at um, our Valley Church location is a program called Alpha. It is um, geared around um, basic questions around the Christian faith. Um, it's a come as you are. You don't have to have it all figured out. Um, it starts off, we, we eat a meal together, then we watch a 30 minute video. Um, and then we get to just to discuss and have conversation about the video that we watched about a particular topic of the Christian faith. And so I know that you had participated in Alpha um, and you really enjoyed it. And you um, felt God leading you to go to um, the local jail here in Miami County. Um, for the for the women's pod and so why don't you share a little bit about your experience with bringing alpha into um, into a, a different environment other than a church environment I have a jail ministry God blessed me with this and he's just uh, oh man he was using me in a big way um, well the girls were very very, very responsive to this program um, it gave them an opportunity to see that other people think think like they do, you know, and so they get to, uh, they don't feel like I'm the only one feels this way or I'm the only one thinks this way. You know, it's a question and answer thing, and they they go in and they kind of interview people on the street and they ask them a certain question, who do you think Jesus is? And you get an array of answers, you know, and um, and in, in that time they get to see themselves in these different individuals. And so it's that I think that makes them feel like it's they're open to to talk about it then, and you know then we get to kind of um, direct that. So that that it's been that was that was my start. That was my beginning in the jail, and I just I, I thank Valley Church so much for letting me to do to do that. And then after that program was over, then that's when we started. 
uh, with a program called Life Selling Choices. It's, um, I'm involved with Celebrate Recovery. Uh, it's a Christian-based recovery program. Uh, it's based on the Beatitudes in Matthew. Um, and I go in there, and, and I, I have a short video with them, and then I communicate with them. We have questions and answers, and they get to, to tell a little bit about themselves. And, and, you know, I always tell the girls, you know, you're all each other have. So you got to rally around each other, you know, encourage one another and lift each other up. And um, I think they give me more than I can give them. Um, it's been a beautiful thing to watch because you go from people that are like, they're sitting in the room, they're not really into this, but it's, it's their way out of the, the cell. <laughs> <laughs> Two, I'm on a spiritual journey. I heard that the last Sunday I was there, and, and I'm like, and this girl was so standoffish about this, and um, and this is her second time going through this program, because it's an eight-week program, and after eight weeks, we started back up again, and some of those are, some of the girls are still there, and um, to just see, see them grow, and watch them grow, and to see what God can do, because that's why I tell everybody that comes in with me, you know, just watch and see what God does. And it's just, it's just been amazing. They just, I, I get to go in there and, and offer them the love of Christ, you know, and, and offer them hope because uh, I know where they were because I've been in jail. You know, with my addiction, I was in and out of jail. You know, so I'll, all the time go in there and tell them, you know, I know where you're at. I know you feel like, you know, you, you've disappointed everybody and, and you don't know what the heck's going on with your children you know, and, and, you know, you're just disconnected altogether, and it's a lonely place to be. And I just go in there and love on these girls, you know, and, and uh, it, it's just an awesome situation. So, Tess, is there anything else you would like to share about how Jesus has changed your life? Oh, he's changed a lot in my life. He, he's changed my family d- dynamic has just totally changed. He has healed us so much, and we've come so far. Um, you know, there was a lot of shame for my my children, you know, in the way I was acting and the things that I'd done. And they were hurt. It hurt them, you know. And, and you know, sometimes, most times, this is a family disease, and... Um, the children are, are the ones that get hurt the most, you know. And it took time, especially with my son, you know, for him to just watch and, and, and see the growth in me and see that I did, you know, I told them so many times I was going to quit. I'll quit. I'm, I'm going to quit this time. And I let them down time after time after time. And so they just got, they just put the walls up, you know. And now... Um, we have such a healthier relationship. My, me and my daughter are very, very close. Um, we do a lot together. We talk probably daily. Um, my son, you know, with the grandbaby, she's in soccer and dance. And and so I get a chance to go, and, and they invite me to the soccer games, you know, and, and they don't have to worry about, oh, is she, how is she going to be when she gets there? Um, you know, and, and just to be able to be included in my family's life, I, I never thought that would ever happen. And Jesus has just touched all that, too, and just healed all that for me. And, and it's just, I'm so grateful, just so grateful. So for the person um, who 
has that family member and they have a long history with them and they know where they could be and should be. Um, but that road for them looks long and it's daunting and it looks like they're never going to get there. What do you say to that person? Well, to the family members, I just would say protect yourself. You know, get into a uh, some kind of program where you can feel like, you know, there's camaraderie and that, that you can, you know, edify one another and keep each other going. Uh, for the 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 dependent person, I would just say, as long as there's breath, there's hope. And as long as that person's breathing, never give up. Never give up. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us, Tess. You are inspiring, and we are so grateful for all you do and the ways you take the message of new beginnings to others. And to you, the listeners, who in your life needs to hear this message of new beginnings? We hope Tessa's story encourages you to be an agent of transformation wherever Jesus leads you. Thanks for joining us today. To stay up to date with our weekly messages, make sure to subscribe and follow us on social media. You can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or download our app to stay connected with all things the Valley. And if today's message impacted you, share it with a friend, because changed lives change lives.